This is a Get Serial podcast. You can check out more Get Serial at syn.org.au and at Get Serial on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Good morning. This is Get Serial Mondays with Imogen and Portia. Today we're going to be talking about the penguins at St Kilda, what we have been surprised about in lockdown, um, reading our love letter out to a tree and Colin's love letter to a tree. So for today, we're going to go into our first song, which is United Girls Rock and Roll Club by Chai and Hines. You're listening to Get Serial Mondays with Imogen and Portia. United Girls Rock and Roll Club by Chai and Hines, which is part of this week's Sweet 16. If you listen to us every week or not, this is your first time, we love to ask each other a controversial question every week to start off our Monday morning. And this week's controversial question, Portia, I am asking you, is... Do you do you prefer cake or pastries? I think I'll prefer cake. Why do you prefer cake? <laughs> because you can make whatever cake you want. <laughs> that is actually a, a good point, how you can... So, like, if you feel like coffee, you can put it as coffee cake. Or if you don't feel like coffee, you can put it as chocolate cake. I like that. So it's quite interchangeable to whatever your desire is. Yeah. I also, cake, what else is going for it is that you can make it at home. Uh, Some people can make pastries at home. However, I am not skilled enough in the baking department to do that. So I I have to buy the pastries. I have to leave the house. So yeah, but I don't know. There's something about pastries that I love. <laughs> I just, they have a special place in my heart, maybe because you can only get them when you're out. I don't know. You know, it really depends on the day for me. <laughs> whether I'm a pastry Yeah, whether yeah. I'm a cake or a pastry girl. <laughs> but I just always, there's something about a croissant on a Saturday morning with a cup of coffee that, for some reason, I just cannot beat. That image in my mind (laughs) (laughs) is just glorious to me. Just like the next song, Somewhere by Elm. I'm really fascinated with the human condition, and I guess this song came when I was thinking about, you know, when people are in the face of adversity or perhaps going through grief um, and that this idea of somewhere, you know, that there is something or, or someone out there waiting for us, um, which is really comforting and can evoke a sense of hope and, and strength in these times. It's particularly relevant in COVID, I think, at the moment, well, for me anyway. Um, I also just loved how it was about a place. A lot of the songs on my upcoming EP you know, were written when I was traveling around the world as a professional dancer. So it was a really nice bookend to my thought process um, when I was writing the other songs. I was lucky to produce it with my friend Edvard Harkinson here in Melbourne. And yeah, 
I'm Elm. You're listening to my new song, Somewhere, here on Sin. That was Somewhere by Elm. You're listening to Get Serial with Imogen and Portia on your Monday morning. Now, as you all know, we are in lockdown, sadly, still in Melbourne. I think the end is near. Uh, We are recording before Dan Andrews' uh, Road to Recovery announcement, but hopefully it is soon. However, when lockdown is all over and we can go places again, I love this place, the St Kilda Penguin Colony. Uh, Portia, you are not from, you're not a Melbourne native. You're originally from Canberra. Have you ever heard of the Penguin Colony that is located at St Kilda? No, I haven't. So, not at all. Not at all. So it's a great thing to see because it's so strange that you're like, St Kilda's like basically the city. <laughs> and there's like a little penguin colony there. Yeah. Where can you find the penguins? Penguin colony is found at the end of the St Kilda Pier, past the kiosk, uh, and you just keep walking and you'll know when you arrived from the website, it says, you'll know when you have arrived, when you can hear and also smell them, <laughs> which I kind of like. It's like, what, like <laughs> when How you something you gross. Because I think, I think they smell pretty gross, um, them in their little like nests. So I like that. Like when something smells a bit gross, that's exactly where you should be. How many are in the colony? So there are 1,400 little penguins in the colony. That's uh, a lot. Yeah, it's a lot, isn't it? It's great. What should you be careful of when visiting the penguins? First, the best viewing time is 30 minutes after sunset. Uh, so, of course, you should be careful of where you are walking. If it's a bit dark, because you might step on a little penguin, which you no one wants to do, I'm sure. Uh, you can't. You should not use any flash photography uh, when taking pictures of the cute little penguins, and always remain a three meter distance, so they don't feel infringed. You're not um, taking up the space, and not scared and spooked, and then don't go back to the little nests. So yeah, just be respectful, and also this. It's an event run by volunteers, so be respectful of the volunteers too because they are giving up their time to be there and to take care of the little penguins. So be nice to them as well and respect the guidelines that they've set. But, yeah, that is something I definitely want to do uh, once lockdown is over because it will be spring slash summer, so it will be great. Yeah, it will be. So always, and when you are leaving the penguin colony from St Kilda, always remember to look under the hood, which is coincidentally the next song by Two People, which is part of this week's Sweet 16. Under the Hood by Two People, that was one of our Sweet 16s for this week. Now we will be talking about what has surprised you about lockdown. What has surprised you about lockdown, Imogen? I think a lot of things are surprising at lockdown. Like a year ago, I could not envision being in my house 
for like nine weeks straight. Um, but you just kind of get over it and do it. So I've actually been in lockdown for about 12 weeks all up at the moment because I came back from England, had to go into self-isolation and then the first lockdown happened and then we had like a month break and then the second month and then the second lockdown happened. Um, and this is something that would be like inconceivable to me. However, you just get used to it. Like it feels weird. Like I can only walk five kilometers uh, like around my house. I can't see any of my friends. You know, all my uni is online, sin is online. It's very odd, uh, but it becomes like a new reality and it becomes the new normal. Oh, and a curfew. Who would have thought we, we would have had a curfew in 2020, but it just becomes normal. And everyone in my area seems to be relatively following the rules from uh, what I can see in my hour walk out. So we, I think people really do adapt to the circumstances they're given. Yeah, I think that's what really surprised me about lockdown. How about you, Portia? Well, some people don't really listen to the rules, whereas if there was this one person that didn't listen to the rule and went out. Like, did they go see someone? someone? Or how'd they go? No, they went to, like, a shop down here, shop in... um, down in Mid Valley and then they went to the next place and then they went all the way down into Melbourne and then they came back. Oh, wow, because you're in stage three lockdown, you're not in stage four. So it actually is a barrier between Melbourne and uh, like metropolitan Melbourne and um, regional Victoria. So that person went into Melbourne and tried to come back again. Yes, but they stopped everywhere along the way. So yeah. and they and they were positive and everything. So they had exposed everyone else that went to the place at the time that they were there. Yeah, it's also interesting how. So there are some people how they don't listen to the rules. Yeah. And that's how you get stuck in lockdown for longer. It exactly is. It's quite selfish, actually, when people do not uh, follow the rules like that because that means everyone else has to endure more of a lockdown, and they do too. So I don't really understand why people do that. They're not really accomplishing anything by doing it. No, exactly. But I do think there will always be members of society that will defy the rules, no matter what those rules are. Uh, and it doesn't help that there are some people who are part of like conspiracy groups and things like that. However, I think the majority of Melbourne is doing quite a good job um, from the statistics that I'm seeing So, on the news. Uh, so I think that most of us are doing the right thing, but there will always be that few members there who will just purposely want to defy the rules. Um, what has surprised you about lockdown? Uh, let us know at Get Serial on Instagram and Facebook and we'd love to hear from you, the audience. And you can always be on this show, so why not message us? We'd love to hear from you and we'd love you to be on this show. It's Your Girl Foe coming up by Surrender, which is part of this week's Sweet 16. Stay with us. Your Girl Foe 
by surrender. That was one of our sweet 16s. Now, Imogen, you're going to talk about this one and I'll ask you a few questions along the way. Yeah, so a place that is close to my heart is the Cathedral Ranges State Park. I love this national park. I am... I was an avid scout for a very long time, over a decade, and I have hiked at the Cathedral Ranger State Park. So I thought, why not get into nature for a little bit, theoretically, with the listeners? Well, we're theoretically there, <laughs> and we'll talk about it. Okay. Where is the Cathedral Rangers? So the Cathedral Ranger State Park is approximately 100 kilometres northeast of Melbourne and it's between the towns of Berkston and Tidery um, and it runs parallel to the Maroondah Highway. See, it's not too far out of Melbourne. It's actually quite a nice distance. So you can go there for a day trip if you really want to. <laughs> what can you do in the National Park? Yeah, so there's actually like quite a bit you can do there. You can go bushwalking, which I have mostly done there, uh, camping, rock climbing, abseiling, uh, which is pretty cool. I've seen some rock climbers there and it looks pretty scary, <laughs> the rock climbing, because it's like, yeah, because you're in a national park, you just got to rope yourself in. But yeah, why not, I guess. <laughs> What's your story? So I have a pretty, uh, how do I describe it? A pretty exciting story from when I was a venturer and I was about 16. So we were doing the, the Razorback Trail. Um, and that trail is notoriously like, it's not too hard, but it's quite hard. It's like a level four or five, I think. And we decided to do that mid-winter. And it gets quite cold there. So part of the Razorback Trail, as it is called, is that you go up the Razorback, which is like just like a thin sheet of rock <laughs> at the top of the mountain. You're kind of like walking along it. Um, and we were like halfway up this rock face when it started hailing and we all had to like put our faces to the rock and kind of like shield ourselves. Um, and then after the hailstorm, we got roped and we we're like carrying our, we we're like lifting our packs up to each other. And one of the other ventures was like lifting, was carrying the packs with the rope, like up the razor's edge. And when we got up there, one of the other ventures, she just became like, she became so cold. And she was like, I'm just so cold. I'm just, I just can't go on. And she like, she like, this like leaned down and curled into a ball. Um, and when someone becomes like that, it means that they're like going into hypothermic shock. So we just had a, she wasn't wearing the appropriate clothing from memory. She wasn't wearing like the warm pants and jumpers you should be wearing. I think she was wearing leggings um, and just like being exposed up on a razor's edge on a razorback trail made her just like super cold and kind of like it's quite difficult as well. So I think her body just like shut down 
And there was like the rest of us, there's like four 16 year olds. And we're like, oh no. But like our scouting instinct just kind of like kicked in. And we're like, she needs a, she needs a sleeping bag. She needs another like body to like feel the warmth. And I was uh, the only other girl there. So I hopped in the sleeping bag with her and gave her a hug. And then the other scouts like warmed up hot water for her to drink and really just try to like make her comfortable. <laughs> and we we're like calling our leaders, but there's no phone reception. It was all so dramatic. Um, after a while, she did warm up a bit and like we eventually got in contact with our leaders and they kind of like had to climb up the mountain uh, to come and get us. <laughs> and I know, like, and then like it was, it was dark at this point because it's winter. And we had to climb down this razor's edge in the dark. And we, all we had was like, just like torches. So yeah, that's my, that's my story. But we got back to the campsite in the end. She was fine. It was all good. It was just a very scary situation to be in. But also that is what happens when you go bushwalking, hiking, camping in winter. So always be prepared is the motto of the scouting movement. And take it to heart, really. Um, another town that exists and has been a much controversy of lately due to the border closures is Aubrey Wodonga by Private Function, which is part of this week's Sweet 16 playlist. You're listening to Get Serial with Imogen and Portia on Sin. Stay with us. Wodonga by Private Function. That was one of our Sweet 16s. We're going into our next song, which is We Sin by Kitcha Edwards, which is another one of our Sweet Sixteens. Thing, which is by Kitcha Edwards, part of this week's Sweet Sixteen. You're here on Get Serial with Imogen and Portia. It's Monday morning. Let's read out some love letters to some trees. Uh, this is a listener who has who sent in a wonderful letter. An absolutely wonderful letter. And he's also a friend of mine. I feel like I couldn't do his letter justice, so I asked him if he could do it, and he agreed. So without further ado, here is Callum's love letter to a tree. Dear my neighbour's lemon tree, I see you. Don't think that I don't see you. You convinced the grapevines on the awning to grow so they'd block my view of you, but what you forgot is that we have a dog, and grapes can kill dogs, so we had to cut them all down. If they hadn't been as fruitful, maybe they could have stayed. Where's the foresight? Oh, and another thing, could you grow your lemons a little closer to the ground, please? Last time I had to stand on an old esky to reach them. Our neighbour said we could take some lemons whenever we needed them. So a little more consideration on your behalf would be nice. Also, I read somewhere that sometimes murderers bury their victims under lemon trees to help the fruit grow. Are you harboring a dead body, lemon tree? I'm not accusing you of murder. I'm just saying that an accessory to murder charge is 25 years imprisonment in some cases, so be wary. Never really see you much. Most of you is covered by a fence. We can only make out the top of you from our side. With everything going on in the world right now, I'm not leaving the house that much, and when I do, it's to go for walks at the local park. I haven't spent that much time in the backyard. 
I remember last year in spring, some mates and I pulled an old couch and table out to the back and had a little picnic. We were commenting on how big and fresh the lemons you grew were, even if they were too high for us to reach. Then we started doing some interpretive dancing on the little patch of lawn in your shade. Do you remember seeing that? We were all over the shop, but it was still fun. I miss them, Lemon Tree. Do you miss them as well? I don't think I'll send you another letter. I want to make more of an effort. The weather's been getting nicer, so maybe if you were available, we could hang out again, like we used to. I can make a little picnic, and I can give you some of the juice from our worm farm. Heard it's good for plants, and much tastier than a dead body. I'll see you soon, I guess. Thank you. Lavender by Disclosure, and that was one of our sweet sixteens. Yeah, so for the past couple of weeks, Porsche and I have first been reading out love letters to a tree from the ABC article, and then last week we we uh, started reading out love letters from the audience, from you, the audience. See what you can do if you follow us on our Instagram and Facebook pages. You can get involved at Get Serial on Instagram and Facebook. And now to wrap up this segment that we've had going the entire season so far, really, is we are going to read out our love letters to a tree, to each other, pre-recorded live on air here today. Uh, Portia, would you like to read out your love letter first? Would you? Yeah, sure. I can read out my love letter. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'll read out my love letter first to a tree. So here, it's pretty self-explanatory. So here it goes. Dear tree just outside my window, thank you for transporting me the past couple of months from my suburban existence. And for a couple of seconds, help me fulfill my fantasy of living in a forest where stage four lockdown doesn't exist but where warm blue skies and wild and thick greenery does. I remember when my parents planted you all those years ago and I eagerly asked, how many years will it take for the tree to be big enough for me to climb? And they replied that it'll take about a decade. Well, those 10 years have come and gone. And I would say, my dear old friend, you are about the perfect size for an eight-year-old to climb. Sadly, I am no longer eight. And I just don't feel the desire to climb you anymore. However, the big angry male possum that claws over my bedroom roof and takes up residency every night declaring, this is my tree, to no one in particular, does enjoy climbing you. And even though he's a pain, I'm glad another life enjoys you as much as I do. I'm looking forward to the summer with your bright green leaves attracting birds looking for a quiet, shady spot to rest only to be promptly and bravely chased away by Archie, my noble golden retriever. I just have a simple wish for you, my dear old friend, the tree just outside my window. Keep growing. Lots of love, Imogen. That was beautiful. Thank you. I feel like I've had a lot of practice, like reading other people's letters. I felt like, yeah. I had a bit of practice, thought about it a bit, and I'm staring at the tree right now. It's a pretty cool tree. 
Okay, I'm excited to hear yours, Portia. Okay. DJ, you sit outside my lounge room window. You keep most of the sun away and keep it cool in my house in summer. You have been there the whole time through stage three lockdown, and I thank you for that. Love, Portia. Gorgeous. That was such a nice... A letter. I love how we both chose trees that we like stare at every single day. Yeah. Cause I feel like it's such like a passive um, influence on your life. Like you don't really think about the tree outside your window or the tree outside your lounge room window until you're forced to. And you're like, you know what? You do make a big impact in my life. So yeah, I just think that's so interesting. And I such- do too. Yeah, yeah. And also such a nice way to end this ongoing segment. As always, if you want to get in contact with us, we would love to hear from you, the listeners. It's at Get Serial on Instagram, Facebook, and also Twitter. However, Instagram and Facebook are really our main points of contact. Um, I've had a lovely time with you today, Portia. So have I. It feels like this had been like a gentle stroll through the countryside. I'm doing September, so I've just reached my 10,000 steps for the day. Uh, we're like going into the gate, into our homes, our separate homes, because <laughs> of COVID. <laughs> 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 we have our own spaces <laughs> here. Um, and we can live like king and queens, just like the next song by Ava Max. See you next week, everyone. Bye. This has been a Get Serial podcast. Get Serial, 6 till 9 a.m. weekdays only on Sin.